All right, welcome back to Side by Side Production. I'm your host, Brian Gassner, a real estate broker out in the Twin Cities, Minnesota, inviting you into the field with me to produce at a high level by focusing on meeting people face-to-face and optimizing and making as proficient as possible your personal production environment and then your efficiency with being out in the field and developing a face-to-face strategy for growing your business, which is meeting people and asking people to promote your company, right, your business. But more importantly, finding people that you kind of uh, know are going to do something that you enjoy, that you feel are compatible with, and that wherein you see opportunity to help and really executing on that chance to help. Here we are now. We got through three in a row days of 91, 91, 91 face-to-face meetings, which would put us at 1,100. And if you've been following along, we're trying to test the theory of do a thousand face-to-face field visits, random field visits, produce a transaction so that we could potentially every month visit with 2,000 people face-to-face and produce two transactions without selling, right? Just simply going up and, well, a little bit of selling. Hi, my name's Brian. I'm with Informed Realty. Just trying to get my name out in the neighborhood. Was hoping I could leave a card with you in case you or anybody you know is considering moving, right? I mean, a little bit of a sale, but not much. The real sale comes in after you hear their response, right? So anyway, we're doing pretty good. What we wanted to do was create and construct this face-to-face strategy and work out all the kinks so that we could get into the field and just flat out go ahead and produce and not have to worry as much about the logistics. And so we'd gotten through pretty much everything. We'd updated a bunch of stuff in the database and a bunch of stuff in our layouts and buttons so we could file things and ways that we could access information really quickly through the county and through our database so we could compare uh, county records with our own records and update things accordingly and put them on the map accordingly. And now, and we've made really more efficient all of the ways in which we follow up, the the handwritten follow-up notes that we send out, uh, the subsequent follow-up notes, who we write notes to, why we write notes to, when we send them, and then what we do after that, right? So we're divvying this up into kind of a a three-month uh, rotation where each month would be followed by two months, uh, right? Anybody that I deal with, for example, in, in May, right? I wouldn't deal with again until June, July, until August, right? So then I would circle back in August, see what I had done in May, and I would go out and try to make sure that I improve that, right? As part of my, as part of my in-person strategy. So that would allow us to evolve this face-to-face strategy one step further after we get through it. And then the most recent challenge that we solved was the GPS mapping. So for the first time, I'm looking at a GPS um, map or a GPS app on my iPhone that evidently allows me to run my whole route for the whole day. And now I don't have to touch the screen once, right? And I was doing that excessively before. If I had 150 stops, I might touch the screen two, three, four times, if not five times for each one while I'm 150 stops, that's 750 times I'm looking at my iPhone touching the screen. That's a lot of time when you're doing this every day. And so I'm trying to get used to that a little bit, right, for the first time. And if that piece can be integrated successfully, why then we're kind of off to the races in terms of our ability to stay present in the moment and see people and property and otherwise just react fluidly uh, in, in real time. So that's kind of where we're at. I've got voice control turned on on this thing, and 
I'm just kind of experimenting with getting used to it. Uh, but hopefully that takes me through the day without any need to deal, deal with the routing anymore. And that phone then plugs in, um, of course, and stays charged the whole time. So that thing's good. Now I'm left with the reality of face-to-face -face meetings or what they are, face-to-face -face meetings. And the, the long and short of it, right, is that maybe it would only take two or three face-to-face -face meetings if you were the most talented salesperson in the world. You could walk up to the door and the person would say, oh my God, right? I remember Mark Dukarski in class one time saying, you know, what if I made such a good cup of coffee that when I served it to people, people would weep. <laughs> I don't know why it was hilarious. And I talked about his teaching quite a bit and it was really effective, but he used humor as a way to sell. And that's really probably my biggest weakness, but really where I want to go with this, right? I want to uh, really focus all of my attention on sales now. Now that all the logistics are built, the production environment's built, or service that is built, all of the mechanics are out of the way, the, the materials are out of the way. We've made literally as efficient, as cost-effective as we can what we need, and we've planned the next step to go deeper on round two in terms of providing value and insight into people in the local community. And we've changed our model to focus on listings. We've changed our model to focus on meeting people face-to-face. -face. And we've changed our model to really go deep with people, not wide, right? So this first three months, the intent was to build a route structure that we could then build on going forward. And of course, next step now is to go out and sell. And really part of that, right, intrinsically, truly to begin with, what I wanna do is begin to maybe enjoy sales a little bit more. For a long time, sales for me was kind of a, uh, 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 what do you call it, not a taboo, but uh, yeah, kind of a taboo, right? It was just, I mean, who would, eh, I don't know. Right, real estate salesperson, any sort of salesperson usually conjures um, kind of a bad connotation. At least for me, it, it did, and I think a lot of people look at it that way too. And then you have other people on the other side of the fence that I've met along my way in the, my days that talk about, hey, without sales, there's nothing, right? And, and anyway, I want to connect the dots a little bit between the two polar sides of uh, proponents and uh, and protect. Well, what's the other word? Whatever it is. Uh, skeptics when it comes to sales and what the value is. And more importantly, I want to provide value through our real estate service, through our real estate company and brand in the local community. So it's been pretty shocking to go out lately and see the number of realtors that live in my local community. I mean, there's got to be seven or eight or nine that I've met in the past few days. And as I met them, they've been at home, right? I always wonder myself, what are you doing at home? Why aren't you out working, right? Some of them, we've had pretty good conversations. Others I know do pretty well, and so I kind of wonder uh, how their what their business model looks like as they as they spend time at home. Uh, but I think the the part about uh, enjoying right going out and selling means that at least to me everything else has to be out of the way because selling is really challenging, right? The rejection portion of it's really challenging. But to really get organized and begin, and I did this once before. In fact, I still have the notes at home, but I had went out and I think, I don't know how for how long, just a few days, and had recorded what people had done, right? And it was an audio, audio recording. So this was voice recorded notes. And then I saved those files. And so I would go to the door, knock on the door, boop, 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 and come to the door. And then I'd actually, as I left, I would dictate into this voice recorder their behavior, right? They approached the door, their eyes went down, their eyes went right, their eyes went up. They said this, that, or the other, and blah, 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 blah. And here's what they said, and here's what I said. 
and here you go, and there you have it, right? And that was the deal. And then, but that was it, right? There was no engagement on my part, and it was like an overwhelming amount of nuances that I was trying to, I didn't even really try to analyze, right? I just wanted to record it, just wanted to record it, right? And so now when I'm going out, I remember another trainer that I had at one time, I talked about the personalities, right? And what you would do to engage different personalities, how you would do that. And so I need my own little system, don't I? And everybody ends up developing this in sales, right? I need my own little system for going out and basically deciding, right, how I'm going to handle people. And the only way to do that really is to make observations and take action. So I make observations, I take action, I see what kind of reaction I get, knowing full well that I'm going to be a little bit off probably at least half of the time. But also that there's going to be common sentiment amongst what people perceive. A, it's a real estate salesperson. B, the market's crazy good right now, right? There's some common things that are going to come up in conversation that I've yet heretofore to plan for, right? So I should start with making a little bit of a plan of, well, here's probably what people are seeing, thinking, and hearing, and have some sort of idea of what my position on that's going to be, but be able to say it really effectively. Yesterday, I'd kind of hassled through trying to figure out, well, what are we really calling all of these routes, right? Really what it is in day-to-day -day terms, it's face-to-face -face strategy, right? Face-to-face -face strategy for prospecting, pretty simple, right? Same thing when people are talking about the market. Well, dealers and sellers, market, I don't know where to go. I don't know where I go. I mean, I sell, but where would I go, right? I don't know. <laughs> where would you go? There's places to go, right? There are places to go, right? Well, where? Right? I mean, that conversation ends pretty quick. So anyway, there's there's that quick trigger to go deep, I think, for most consumers, right? Like, hey, if I was a place to go, then you tell me. As if I knew what your constraints were, right? How much property you had. And it's almost, and that's really the, the beauty and art of sales, I think, is people will ask you things and ask you questions as if you knew what they were asking you, right? And, and very rarely do you actually know that. So we need to figure out how we're going to handle that. But more than anything, I want to get it out of the analytical side of things, right? I've been doing that for the last four or five years, but just finally drop that hat of overanalyzing the system and model and just turn my attention fully now onto sales. I mean, after all, if you went out and you met five or 10 people and you made them such a good coffee, cup of coffee that was so good that they would weep, you would eventually then, of course, gain massive followers, wouldn't you? Right. Well, so part of what I wanted to always do was have a real estate business that was more insightful and provided obvious insight up front. Right. So that there was this recognition and acknowledgement of a service that ran a little bit deeper. And it was just evident at first glance from the casual observer looking in from the outside. Right. So we would be able to. So I need to retool some things, a couple of little things. And I think that's kind of the gist of where we're headed. If we do a 12 day production cycle, for example, Right. And we start this thing with, hey, we're going to find out how many people it takes to find a transaction without selling. And then we're going to start to sell. I can only imagine how many there would be. But I want to remove any sort of pressurized sales system. Right. By essentially knowing how the numbers play out. Right. So I know I don't necessarily have to make a sale. And I need to know that intrinsically so that I don't try to force the sale.
right? So that's kind of where we're going. May is pretty exciting. Hopefully we'll get to that point where we, um, all right, this is pretty cool. Anyway, I'm going to get to work. I'll keep you in the loop. All right, a couple of quick notes and, and pointers that'll help here, I think, tremendously. You know, as you continue to improve your efficiency with things and focus more and more on sales, here's kind of what happens. I'm getting in and out of the car, and hey, I wanted to mention one thing, too, and that is this. Uh, when you make your field or face-to-face -face prospecting plan, don't underestimate the impact that your vehicle will have. I always thought, oh, I'll drive a nice car because that's what you're supposed to do, but in fact, it's very comfortable now, the size of it, and I would need, if I had a smaller car, it would be so much more difficult to do, to go out in the field and do these face-to-face -face, uh, meetings. It just would be so much more difficult, but that being said, the car door is heavy. By the time you open it 200 times in the day, it's heavy. Getting in and out of the car when you're 50 years old is a little bit different. So there's that little piece that you got to kind of consider as you build your field face-to-face -face strategy. Uh, but in addition to that, here's another thing that you'd never think of that just makes a lot of sense, right? I've got a key on my keychain. Well, when I go out to prospect in the field, I take that key off the keychain. Now I can get in and out of the car with that key pretty conveniently and comfortably. It becomes a lot easier. So that's that portion of the deal. Uh, and what was the other thing I wanted to mention to you? Oh, yeah. Here's the, a third thing that I'm going to start doing that I think really is going to start to make hay, right? We're thinking about uh, going deep into sales. And so it is that we have some agents that have sold pretty prolifically in my area. When I see their sold signs, I'm, I'm stopping in to say, hey, I'm a local realtor trying to break into the market. I was just curious, how did your agent reach you? And what was it that sold you about that agent, right? I ask those questions, right? That's nothing... I'm not going to compete for that business. That's already done. It's already sold. Can I go ask? Well, sure, sure as shit I can, right? So I'm going to do that. I'm going to get really aggressive about meeting, getting the information that I need to get in order to advance my career as long as it's not crossing any ethical lines, right? I'm going to talk to people and ask questions. I'm not competing for business when a business is already done. I'm out there searching for information. That helps me, I think, get a little bit more productive. But anyway, those couple of things are big. I'm going to get back to work. All right, I had, to, I had to cut in here early in the morning for just one quick reason, and that is this. This GPS, uh, what I'm using is InRoute, I-N-R-O-U-T-E, all one word, InRoute. What I'm using is that app, and it just so happened that this morning, the way that my database is set up, the way that I had one contact layout was where I had the address string, the whole address, just the address, not the name. And it so happens that that particular uh, address string works in InRoute for uh, mapping. So I didn't have to make any changes. It was just wonderful. I could just create the route, export it, and then drop it into uh, in route. And without, and, and in route lets me run it in that order without, it gives you the option to sequence it or try to optimize it, but I get to run it in that order. Anyway, it, it has changed things dramatically. I'm not any more worried about efficiency. I wanted to make as efficient as I could the system, but it is that efficient now. But I wanted to share with you two things. One is this. When you get into sales, it takes away, right, you have to confront the kind of fear of kind of selling for the first time, right? That's a real task, a real challenge. For me, I had to get the other stuff out of the way. But where it starts, I think, and the misconception that exists, I think, is that you would just go out and sell. Because the reality is it's so difficult, you'll hide behind other things that are practical things that people have told you for a long, long time you have to do in this business, right? You might go meet a couple people while you have to go home and log them and mail them and do all these other things. There's a myriad of other things that you can do that are really excuses to not be selling. 
right? And they don't necessarily manifest themselves obviously as such, but they are, right? So you need to get out and prospect and do that. But in, for me, you have to start somewhere, right? You have to create a model for what you're going to do somewhere. You have to create a model for prospecting somehow that you're going to follow, that you're going to pursue. And then after that, after you do it for a while, you'll end up selling. And I think that's the misconception is that you would go out and sell first. Some people maybe, obviously people that understand what it really means, true, sure. But for the most part, the average realtor, in my estimation, doesn't understand that, doesn't know how to do it. Um, and they're not taught that. They're not taught, all right, let's eliminate all of the things that you need to do so that you can sell, so that your mind can stay purely focused on selling, right? So those two things are part of it, right? Making sure that you construct a prospecting system, knowing full well that it's the very pursuit of the perfection of that system that will lead you into selling at a higher level, that will give you the opportunity to improve your sales. Because ultimately, if you don't have a system, mine is extreme, you don't need to see 100 people a day, that was just the way I wanted to do it, but you do need to be able to see people at will, right? And you do need to be able to practice the art of selling. After all, if your system permits you to see two people and mine permits me to see 10 people, I'm gonna have 10 more cracks at practicing my sales. You're gonna then eight more cracks than you are, right? Stands to reason my skill set's gonna improve quicker. We're each gonna have a different potential, but that's the facts, right? Eventually, you probably don't need to meet that many people, but to get started, you do. So a couple of things. The last stop I made, right after I made that last uh, um, podcast post, right, about I pulled by, I saw a house, the door was open, people were working, so I decided to go in, right? There's people working. I had a conversation with that guy. The owner's there, right? And so now I'm able to talk to the owner as well who bought the house, moved from out of state, and is living there. And now I know uh, going forward, that should be somebody when he sells, maybe it's in 20 years, but wouldn't it be a great story if we get the other end of that when that person lists their home? Um, another person, I just said, hey, I know this agent's pretty produced in here a lot. You, you have name awareness. I'm going to capitalize on that. I'm going to say, hey, you know what? I'm trying to break into the market. I don't want this particular agent to get all the sales. So I'm hoping you'll take a card. I'm going to get really aggressive, but I'm finding that ability uh, to focus in, dial in and get really aggressive and go after it as a direct product of having everything else out of the way finally. Because mentally, at least for me, I've got to get in that space and focus, right? If I'm in and out of that space, jockeying with keys, jockeying with phones, jockeying with GPS, it becomes way more difficult and a lot easier to hide. I don't want to do that. I want to get out there and go after it. So I just wanted to leave this quick post to say this is probably undoubtedly now the start of my real estate sales career. It's May 6th. 2021, I'm going to go out and go after it and ask people questions and get to it. But there was one other critical thing that I needed to get into this podcast to record uh, going forward. And that is this, when you go to make a sale, make your sale and get the hell out of there, right? Don't sit there. I used to just sit there like a deer in headlights constantly. I didn't have a sale. I wasn't making a sale. I wasn't doing, I don't give a card. I don't fucking sit there, right? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't do any good right? You need to get in and say what you need to say, make the point you need to make, and then get the hell out of there, right? Don't waste people's time. I'm asking for your time. Can I give you a card? Thank you. Thank you for giving me a minute. I'll be on my way, right? Get out of people's way. Respect their time. And that, to me, now wraps up where we're at. We're ready to go after it. All right, just a quick blur to keep you up to date on what's going on here. 600 feet. Continue on to 78th Avenue North. There's that. Um, but... Oh, just taking a morning uh, morning break for a minute. Anyway, it's uh, 
1021. Continue on to 78th Avenue North. 1021. And uh, we're at, I'm at 20 face-to-face -face visits today. And I think I have one extra in there because I need to fix one more button in the database that marks somebody as a face-to-face -face when in fact I had marked uh, just that they weren't home. So I think we're at 19, but we can call it 20. We can call it 20 for the day. So now we're at the point where everything is in fact optimized and it's time to get down to selling in most cases. Um, that's it. That's what it'll be from here on in, right? So we're going to let go of the metrics. Not that we're not going to keep track of them, but our push no longer is going to be to see how many people we can meet. It's now going to turn into how many people can we have a pretty good exchange with. All right, here is your 12 o'clock update. It's 11.54 actually only. So a couple of minutes before noon, we've had a little bit better day, I think. And then we haven't taken uh, nearly as many breaks and we haven't had to wrestle with the GPS. So we were kind of up until today, hoping to reach about 10 an hour in terms of pace so that we could get to that 91 on a 12 day cycle to exceed a thousand and have some margin for error. I do believe now that at a comfortable pace of, I mean, you move, right? I mean, there's no laziness here, but in terms of just going after it now that the GPS is out of the way, but maintaining a sustainable pace, that's pretty fast, that we should be over 10 an hour. So I'm about to pull up the number. I have no idea uh, what it is. I'm hoping it's more than 30, anything significantly more than that. I would be ecstatic about, but 30 would be a minimum, I would hope. So here we go. Drum roll, please. What do we got? Let's see. Come on, computer. 43. 43. So we're halfway to what we got done yesterday at noon, um, which is pretty, pretty darn good, right? So I think it's safe to say this pace has established itself and that we'll probably, uh, I think it's safe to say if we just continue, at this pace, we'll get to that 90, 91 for the day, and that's that's huge, right? Whether or not we go beyond that, I don't know. Maybe we'll lay off. We'll see. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but let's just think math, right? 14 times 3 would be 42. So 14 and 14 an hour times 8 would be 80, would be 112. And 112 times 10 would be over 1,000. So perhaps... In a, in a monthly system, we could do our field face-to-face -face prospecting from, you know, eight or nine o'clock until five o'clock, excuse me, and meet a thousand people uh, twice a month and have a deal each time. I've met uh, more than one person today that I know is moving, one of them imminently, uh, whom I need to circle back with. Uh, and so, there's definitely opportunities, right? We're going to probably, well, we already have the right route, prior, excuse me, route priorities added uh, to our route, uh, but we haven't made a point out of going to each and every one of them every day. So perhaps now, as we leverage forward what we're doing, we'll be able to do that, right? And so we're getting started a little bit earlier. We're doing things a little bit better. If we could get started by maybe even 8 o'clock, and that gives us a nine hour window and seven of those hours, we're getting 14, that's 98. That's right where we need to be. 
and then we would have uh, time to run that priority priority route uh, schedule, right? To get those houses in no matter what. Not that we go to them every day, but just fit them in. Um, so there's still a little bit of work to be done with that. Of course, we've got the routing integrated in. The biggest challenge that I see going forward is how do we how do we predict possibly what we're going to accomplish, right? Because right now we're at, let's see, I don't know which one we're coming up to. Let's see, 26. We're coming up to the 26th stop of the day. And I think we put 100 on there, right? So 26, yet we're only, you know, at this pace, we maybe could schedule 52 stops. And then at that point, right, with metrics holding true, we could potentially fill on regiment wherein we would have, right, almost for every stop, we we're trying to meet four people. And if we don't, then we could just go to four houses, right, and start to make that type of a shift. Um, but we're going to keep the focus on meeting people face-to-face -face here for a little bit until we can get the metrics to be a 1,000. At that point, which it appears that we've hit, at that point, we're going to level it out and keep it at a thousand bi-monthly. I'm almost shocked to hear myself saying that we could do a thousand bi-monthly, but we can, uh, in fact, do that. We'll get to a thousand bi-monthly comfortably, right? We're just talking running weekdays here. I mean, what if, uh, you know, today, tomorrow, and then Saturday, we exceed uh, expectation, then heading into next week, we will have kind of made it. Uh, now we just have to sustain, right? This is a lot more uh, intense than you might imagine when you start, right? Running out and meeting somebody or two people or three people um, like we did back March 2nd, far cry from that. But I won't bore you, just good news on the count. All right, just a quick update. We're at 2.07, so almost 10 minutes after 2. I lost probably 45 minutes over the noon hour. I actually going to stop and go to the bathroom and then I allowed myself to get interrupted by something I was working on an admin thing that I really shouldn't be doing during the day so I continue to kind of lose time where I shouldn't but I got back into it maybe about 12:45, and then from there uh, we're up to 68 and I want to say we were at 45 or something so 12:45, 208 hour and a half uh, to get 23 that's about right metrics are holding true again for about 14 an hour. So even if we said 10 an hour, eight hour day is 80, 400 a week, 800 every two weeks. And then we'd have to, pr anyway, we're pretty close. We're pretty darn close to where the metrics need to be. Um, and we're spending a little time chatting with people uh, a little bit more than we have in the past. So we're going the right direction here. Now we'll get real careful about exactly what and why we do things. But anyway, 68 and it's 10 after two. So if I can get uh, what is that? 22 is 90. 23 more, right? Which could be an hour, hour and a, well, it should be an hour and a half, 3.30 before 4 o'clock to be at 90, 91 and do basically an easy 91 day. That's a huge, huge victory. Then I'd have four days at 91. That's 364. That would eclipse the second tally in May uh, in the last four days. And then tomorrow, of course, I would exceed my 413. I have found a transaction. Now, the million-dollar question, and that's how to sell these folks. And I think as I'm sitting here doing this just quick update, I think the plan of attack is going to be this, 
I think what we're going to do is once we've identified them and they're on that 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 priority route, I think we're going to suit and tie and go to the nines and go and literally say, look, moving is a, a big deal. I get it. You don't know what you're going to do, when or why you're going to do it, and that's okay. I'm not here to rush you through the process. I'm just here to be there for you through the process. I'd like to get started. It helps me to serve people better to have the opportunity to serve them earlier. And all I really intend to do is this specifically, meet with you once every few weeks and just act as a sounding board, right? I'm gonna be your, your, your chalkboard, if you will, of a person to talk about real estate and try to keep you in the ring and within bounds when you start to talk about things relative to how the market might impact you. That's the sentiment, that's what I'm going with, and we'll dress to the nines and try to convert. Now, at that point, once we get to that point, right, we've got those two pieces in place. We're going out, we're meeting 413 people, there's a deal in there, and then we're going back and we're converting that deal, right? So we're kinda, we put those people on priority on the route, but now we need to get really good at a script that can go convert. And then at that point, we're home free. We're doing a couple of, we're doing a deal each half of the month, and then whatever we bring out of the, the, the marketing stuff, three, four a month, and we're home free. All right, so another quick update here as we go. It is 3.56, I'm at 86, so I need five more, which is pretty good. I'm on the other side of the city that I live in, so I'm just gonna start heading back home and add five or six on the way home. So that's not bad, right? We wanted to be able to get this done in an eight-hour day. We started at nine, it's only four, that's only seven hours minus that 45 minutes downtime. That's a comfortable day. We're at a good spot in terms of what we can crank out as far as meeting people. So now we'll turn the page. We'll let these metrics settle in over the next several weeks. We'd like to commit to meeting 91 people a day every weekday for the next year and to see what that means to our metrics and tuck it away as a base prospecting activity. And then on top of that, add to it an ability to convert opportunities at a high level by going to the nines with a script that's so well refined, it concisely and eloquently conveys the sentiment of truly being an asset and a resource and a sounding board for people that want to start going down that road as opposed to necessarily making a sale. So that's kind of what I'm looking at here and uh, so far so good. So that's what I got. I got a house here. I'll check back in. All right, so getting back to it, actually, on the drive home, first off street, I looked down, there was four or five garage doors open, went down there, and 10 minutes later, six more are done. So one of the perks here of doing the metrics the way we're doing them is when you hit the metric you're looking for, you flat out cold stop, period, done, right? And that's one of the best feelings that you're going to find in such a challenging business, when you can identify a set of metrics that will produce the results that you need to create and grow a reliable business, the satisfaction that comes with being able to turn off the spigot when you've reached the point that you need to is just immensely gratifying. Because here's what happens. If you don't, you're always chasing, clinging to the notion of maybe somebody will move. Because you know what? Somebody's always maybe moving. That's just the nature of moving. In fact, as we go out and look for people that might move right now, and today we've been searching for it, right? We're at 363 or 360, 364 for the last four days. But today, 
as it would so happen, I happen to meet somebody that will else with. So I'm not sure where I cut out, but I wanted to get down in today's podcast that we're on day four of the week. We had 364 face-to-face visits, which is as many as we had in the second tally in May, and we did it in four days. So that's huge. This GPS thing was huge. I'm knocking off at four after a 45-minute lunch after starting at just before nine, and I got to that 91 comfortably without having to constantly fiddle with the GPS. That's a huge, huge win. I'm actually going out and trying to sell for the very first time. So this is a a game-changing day. But in fact, I did find a transaction today. And it dawned on me as I was driving around that I should leave a note that, hey, we're not necessarily thinking many people, if any, are going to list the same day that we meet them, right? But we're talking about deals. We're talking about people that, yep, I'm going to move and we've got a chance to potentially move them, right? So we got to get to the nines and get to converting things. But the long story short is we want to find deals that want to happen now, right? And we found one now today, right? That's And that's not to say that's how we want to produce. It's not how we want to produce. We want to produce based on relationships and adding value. And the more time we have to work with somebody, the more value we can create, the more value we can provide. But the mindset is to try to recognize people moving, right? Try to recognize people that are really What's the word? Eminently considering moving, right? So that we can start to help them right away. Uh, And in some cases, we want to know that the metric scale begins when we found somebody that will move right now. Once we found that one person that will move right now, I would venture to say our next task is to see how many of the other people we can convert, right? How many as a ratio? So let's say that we had one person who's going to do something today, right? Says, come back later on. We'll get the house listed this weekend, right? And let's say, like in this case, we had 364 total face-to-face meetings, which means we had 363 other people that we talked to. Now, how many of those 363 can we convert? How many have we even identified as potentially possible conversions? So those are the, that's the next level metrics we'll get to. But I'd venture to say that that metric is going to be pretty significant and pretty exciting when we get to it. So it's kind of where we're at in the big picture and we'll kind of rally the the fences around things. But the long and short of it is this particular transaction, I have absolutely no doubt in my mind, it's a transaction. It just is, right? It's a little bit messy and I understand that and that's okay, but it's a deal, right? It's a deal we can put on the boards right now and it's a deal that'll allow us to get some other foothold in the marketplace It's in the market we want to be, and so on and so forth. So that is what it is. I will uh, check back in with you tomorrow, but all things considered, that's about as good a day as you could hope for.